Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 8 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. And uh, this week's guest is Debbie O'Rourke, who is assistant trainer uh, to her grandfather, Liam O'Rourke, and uh, a very familiar face at Shelburne Park and other various tracks around the country. So we'll say hello to you, Debbie. Hi Barry, how are you doing? Very well. Um, many thanks um, for, for joining us um, on this week's uh, podcast. We've got um, some amazing people um, in our industry, great female people as well. And you're one of the young people that um, has got plenty of headlines over the last couple of years. You've done extremely well in the kennel. And um, how did it all begin for you, Debbie? Um, well, yeah, I suppose um, Grandad's been training dogs for a long time now. Um, he probably started off with one or two dogs. He lived actually in Dublin City, and uh, probably he moved out here to Garristown out in the country, um, probably about forty years ago. And it probably took off for him from there. He got more dogs, and as a few things happened, more owners we gained a few owners, and you know things kind of just took off from there. And I've obviously always been involved. Um, I've always been here, you know, sticking my nose into all the business, and um, I suppose it's just. I'll probably never leave. I'm stuck here anyways. Yeah, and growing up, um, I would imagine you have some great memories of heading along to uh, your local tracks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, Harold's Cross was a a huge local track for us. We ran all of our dogs there nearly. And um, we did run in Dundalk as well, but my auntie um, is actually the racing manager there. But um, So we couldn't race there in the end. Um, but she's on maternity leave, um, so we're racing a few there at the minute. But Harold's Cross is definitely a big memory for us. Um, raced a lot of dogs there with a lot of winners. It, it was a good track for dogs that weren't quite good enough for Shelburne, but were probably maybe a little bit better than sort of for other tracks. So sort of in the middle. Yeah, and there must have been some good dogs as well along the way over, we'll say, like growing up in your teenage years. Oh, yeah, definitely. We've had a few few decent dogs. Nearly all of our decent dogs have actually been bred by Liam Dowling, so, you know, down your way. But, um, yeah, we've had a, a few decent ones. We, probably a dog who gave everything to us was actually Bogside Jake. Um, we bought, we reared a few pups for, for Alma Delaney, and um, we were doing a one-on-one, I think it was. And um, Jake, uh, the pup we had for her ended up breaking his leg, and she was actually nice enough to replace the pup with another one, which ended up being Bogside Jake. Um, and Grandad owned it on himself and um, Paddy Morrissey, a good friend of ours who had dogs with us here, he was interested in buying the dog but we'd already been offered big money to buy the dog and Grandad didn't want to sell him at the time it was an awful lot of money so we sold a half share on him for 10,000 sterling at the time it was a huge amount and actually built half of the kennels we have today so you know he gave us a lot along the way um, and probably helped us have the kennels we have yeah and there must be a great bond I would imagine between yourself and your grandfather as well growing up you know and, and working alongside each other yeah I, I'm saying he's pretty sick of me now but sure I'm stuck here anyways but um, he uh, yeah I do remember like as a child like if he was going to collect dogs I'd always be going or when he wouldn't let me go racing because I was too young but um, no look I love the dogs and you know they're my life I put everything I have into them so um you know, I do. I've got a lot of good memories, but I'm, I'm stuck here anyway. Yeah, and tell us, tell our listeners, uh, what age you are, Debbie? I'm 21. 
Brilliant. And what I am. Would would it be fair to say have you taken it a bit more seriously over the last couple of years? Yeah, definitely. Like I've grown up a lot, and you know, to be fair, Greyhound Racing's actually taught me an awful lot, as well as the business side of things. You know, you've got to do the bills, you've got to keep track of the money, and you've got to do all the stuff that comes in. But it's definitely made me grow up as well. And you know, I've met such good friends along the way. You know. Some of my good friends only live down the road, you know, Janine, Anna and Leslie Barber, you know, they put an awful lot into their dogs as well. And, you know, I probably gained so many friends from it as well. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, took it more serious the last couple of years. Very good. And tell us what your, like, your other friends that wouldn't really be involved in ground racing growing up, what did they think about you um, getting seriously involved? Oh look, I don't. I don't think people outside of greyhound racing understand the amount of work that actually goes in. You know, I do have understanding friends, but I think a lot of people think that you just give a dog in a bowl of food and he's grand. But you know, there's an awful lot of work that goes into dogs. You know, we gallop three to four days a week, and that's galloping twenty or thirty dogs every every time. You know, it takes up an awful lot of time. We've got to put, get dogs walked, groomed, teeth you know the kennels cleaned water changed it's an awful lot of time that goes into it so yeah it, it's pretty full on um, like it, it's seven days a week 365 days a year yeah yeah exactly you know you don't get any days off Christmas day everything else you know you're just so busy I've seen some wonderful pictures as well um, recently on, on your Twitter account of your grandfather's um, and yours uh, lovely grounds. They really are a picture. So, um, like, massive work goes into putting them in, in that condition. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, you know, you'll always see the, the bad side of things that, you know, dogs are locked up 23 hours a day and all this stuff. But dogs physically can't run the way they do if they're locked up 23 hours a day. If they're not fed the best food, they won't perform for you. So, you know, you've got to look at that side of things as well um, our dogs look they are what they are um, but they're all really happy and you know they're they're bedded well they're warm they eat well they drink well so you know they couldn't ask for much more yeah and I think it's fair to say like things have, have got better as, as the years have went on and you know like there's more things being done with greyhounds it's like there's something new coming out the whole time it's a bit like technology and stuff like that it's just it's just always moving forward isn't it yeah, exactly. You know, like people have got got to learn, like to move with the times. Things are different now. But uh, yeah, look, there's an awful lot of dogs being rehomed and finding great homes. We, we've rehomed 24 dogs in the last 18 months and all of them have found homes. You know, they're all doing really, really well. That's brilliant, and I know you really enjoy, um, you know, keeping up with the greyhounds after you've rehomed them. There's always some great pictures that follow um, from their lovely owners. Yeah, no, definitely. We like I love seeing the photos back, and I love seeing that the dogs are happy, and they really are, you know. And look, look, the people are so understanding; they're interested to learn. And um, we had a one recently, and they were actually watching his race videos back. They they didn't really understand, it, but they were so interested to learn that he was actually a race dog before, and he's doing really well, and he's loving his new home. So it's great. It's great to see. Yeah, of course it is. Strange times at the moment, um, Debbie. Obviously, we are behind closed doors once again, unfortunately. Um, how are you finding that? Yeah, like, you just kind of don't think about it too much. I mean, Tuesday in the shelf is like that anyways. But, um, yeah, look, Saturday's going to be very, very strange. Like, I'm one of the lucky people who will be there, but it's going to be awful for the people, their families, their friends. It's not going to be the same for the Derby dogs. But, look... Unfortunately, we've got to keep going with it. And um, 
hopefully this time next year we won't even be thinking about this but we'll see how that goes yeah and of course Derby final night is always a very special night it's like an annual get together you meet people you know that you mightn't have seen for maybe 12 months yeah exactly yeah that's it you have all friends from all over the world you know coming together to see the best dogs in the world perform but um, unfortunately that won't happen this year but hopefully everyone will be there to see it next year yeah and I'm sure it'll it'll make us all appreciate it more when we when people that haven't been greyhound racing finally get back greyhound racing and I'm sure it can only make us um, stronger going forward yeah definitely you know I can't wait to have a, a normal Saturday night now in Shelburne you know it, it feels like a lifetime ago but Look, we're lucky in the sense that the people who get to there, they just have to appreciate that they are going to be able to see the Derby final, which a lot of people would love to be able to see. There's people who haven't missed the Derby final in 20, 30 years, but unfortunately, there's just nothing you can do this year. Yeah, that's exactly it. And we have to talk about recent success. Tell us about your amazing recent five-timer. Yeah, look, uh, this time last week, uh, I I wasn't even saying that. But um, yeah, look, we went in there. We didn't like... I never expect too much from the dogs. Like, once they come off safe, I'm happy enough. But, um, yeah, look, everything went went well that night and their luck was on our side. You know, it started off, we only won by, I think, a short head. And, you know, then the second one came, then the third one came, and then the fourth one came. And, you know, we thought that was it. But my dog actually won the last. And I bred him, I reared him, and, you know, I'm delighted with him. So, it was a great night. Five winners, you know, you don't expect too much, but it probably won't, might not happen for a while or, or maybe never again. You just don't know. But look, we're delighted anyways. And all the dogs are great after it. They, they were delighted themselves. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a, a magical night and I'm sure something that you'll savour for many years to come. We have to talk about this Saturday night. Um, all eyes will be on the, the Derby final, but we've got some top-class racing action to look forward to throughout the night. And one of the feature races will be the, the Michael Fortune Memorial um, Derby plate final, of course. We sadly mo- lost um, Michael um, in recent times and uh, what an ambassador ambassador he was for the for Greyhound Racing and um, I'm sure it would be great if he could come out on top on in, in that race with Ravenswood Mango. Um, has to be said it's a very competitive race but you know when you have a Greyhound that has big early pace you'll be always hoping that you can slip around in front and there could be a bit of traffic uh, problems in behind. Yeah that's it look Michael was a great friend to us and you know he's dearly missed by everyone and it was such a shock that, that he's not here. And, you know, I was only talking to him about two or three years ago on Derby Final Night about stuff. And, you know, he is greatly missed. But hopefully now um, Mango can run well. Now, she was actually only bred, as I said, by my friends down the road, um, Jerry, Janine, Anna and Leslie Barber. You know, they're they're great. They they bred her. They actually bred Rope Walk Boy, her brother, as well. Um, so, look, she does have early, but as everyone probably can tell, she doesn't stay the 550, but, you know, we're absolutely delighted with her. She's running absolutely out of her skin, and you can't ask for much more from her. You know, look, there's five other dogs in the race, and I'm sure they're hoping for the same, but I know um, our bitch has fantastic early, and I know there's another big run in her, and that's why I entered her for the first place in the derby. But they knew there was a massive run in it. Unfortunately, that was her first time over the 550 and she got knocked out. But as one door closes, another one opens and um, she's in the plate final now. And look, if you said that to us four weeks ago, we would have took it. So we're here and we're hoping for a good run.
Yeah, we're wishing you all the the very best of luck with her on, on Saturday night. We'll be looking forward to her. One greyhound that um, impressed um, last um, Saturday night was a greyhound called Butts Bound. He had some impressive um, Corraheen Park form in his early days. days. He's still lightly raced, but he transferred um, that form to um, Shelburne Park in recent weeks. Of course, he's owned by Pat Norton, who has had a, um, a couple of fine dogs over the last years. And uh, Gary Carey, I know Gary well, and uh, he's a great into- greyhound enthusiast as well. So I'm sure they got um, great satisfaction out of him doing the business um, last Saturday night and I'm sure there was a few quid wagered as well yeah probably no Gary there probably was a few quid but um, yeah look the dog the dog became available from another owner of ours and you know Pat and Gary um, I spoke to Pat and Gary and they were happy enough to buy him and um, look we got Pat only Pat and Gary are only our owners probably two three years max and you know Gary still has his retired dog here and he comes down and he walks him four, four days a week or whatever he's down. And, you know, he looks after him really well. But, yeah, Buttsbound, he became available and we bought him. And um, we knew there was a run into the dog, but unfortunately he wasn't doing things right and he was charging the traps. And lucky he got the first race um, last Saturday. And the Wednesday before, he had a gallop up our gallop and... I actually texted Gary and I said, I've never seen the dog come up the gallop the way he came up today. So we knew the dog was in good form. We were just hoping that he'd stay sound in the traps and he did and it worked out. So look, he's running on Saturday night and um, look, can't ask him much more. He done his run last week, but he's there he'll take his chance and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, isn't that um, a text uh, an owner must, must just, his face must light up when he gets a message like that. Yeah, look, uh, Gar- Gary's easy. You can you can tell Gary anything. Um, look, he he's all about the dogs. He he knows the story. Um, he was delighted that the dog came up well, and you know he thought if he could lead, he'd have a chance as well. So it worked out for us on the night. It doesn't always work out that way, but it did. The dog is sound. He's in absolutely bouncing form again this week. So look, he'll be galloped tomorrow, and we'll hope he comes off sound and see how he goes. Yeah, very good. Anything else to look forward to over the course of the weekend? Um, well, we've got four four runners on Saturday, so look, it's good just to have the four runners. We're not asking for anything off them. We're happy to be there. So as long as they come off sound, that'll be the main thing. Um, look, Pat and Gary's other dog, Jerome Max, he got trapped one. You know, he's not he's plagued a bit with injury, so we just have to nurse him through them. Um, so look, we'll, we'll see how he goes. And um, who else have we got running? Oh, Roblox Boy, he got... Um, eliminated from the quarterfinal of the derby but I said last week that we had a lot of sickness in the kennels for two weeks and you know it, it didn't help Roblox boy he didn't get to gallop the week of the quarterfinal of the derby because we just couldn't take the chance and unfortunately he went out but the dog the dog's a good dog and there's a big run in him as well we're just going to have to wait until he traps a little bit better but um, he's running as well so we'll hope for him a good run from all of them yeah, he posted some great performance. It has to be said in the in the derby, and we have to talk about the the showpiece event um, on on Saturday night. It is the final of the twenty twenty Boyle Sports Irish Greyhound Derby. We've got a lot of Pistana fans. We've got a lot of New and Taylor fans. Ballymac always have big supporters. Calera Icon really after catching the imagination, a popular owner on Twitter. I mean, a miracle. We've seen some wonderful scenes after that dog qualified um, on on Saturday night. What's going to win the big race on Saturday night, Debbie? Oh, well, if you could tell me that, it'd be great. But, um, look, I don't know. Um, there's six dogs in it, and the six of them have had to run six rounds to get here. So, look, i say all of them are delighted. Obviously, Pisana has done nothing wrong. None of them have really done anything wrong, but Pisana hasn't put anything wrong so far. He looks 
if he can get across, I don't think anything will really pick him up if he can do his run. Um, look, I, I'd love to see Ballymac Cooper win it. Cooper's my favourite dog, as I said, that runs around Shelburne. He's so consistent, he's so genuine, and um, he's by their own dog, Ballymac Matt, who won a derby a few years ago. He runs exactly like them. I'd love to see him win it. Um, for me, it will probably be the standard, but I'd love to see Cooper win it. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots to talk about um, come uh, Saturday night, late Saturday night after that big race. And uh, Debbie, going forward, what are the, the hopes and dreams? Oh, God, I don't know. Obviously, everyone wants to win a derby, don't they? But um, look, um, winners will do me just fine. Uh, the, do- the dogs, if they keep staying sound and keep running the races, you can't ask for much more. You can't make a dog go any quicker than he is. But... Um, Look, you know, we've got a lot of new owners and good owners in and, you know, hopefully a dog will just fall into place and you just never know. But everyone wants to win the derby, don't they? Yeah, that's for sure. Look, it's great to see yourself and um, your grandfather doing so well and uh, we're wishing you all the success on on Saturday night and going forward and uh, it was great to speak to you on this week's podcast. Thanks, Barry. Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out www.igb.ie forward slash talking dogs.